0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, I haven't made a few episodes. Actually, I have made a few episodes. It's just the last one I made. I was up till like four or five in the morning, and I could not go to bed because my insomnia is crazy. And I filmed an episode, and then my laptop died. See the thing about me, and if anyone's anyone of you's ever gotten on a phone call with me, or you know zoomed with me and all of a sudden my connection disappears and i'm nowhere to be found just safely assume that my phone either died or my laptop died okay because it's happened with literally every person (laughs) that i've spoken to it's like my phone just dies on me you know I, i don't really charge my phone all that much but in this podcast episode I'm gonna let my mind just kind of rain free and I'm gonna talk about what happened last night. And I find that sometimes I kind of limit myself. I either limit you know, myself to a script. And I, I like using scripts, especially when I need to make an episode very structured and I need to, you know, hit certain ideas. But if it's something like this, where I'm just talking to you guys about a concert I went to last night, that's pretty safe to not have to script that out. It's like, I'm not, I, I don't want to do it as if I'm, you know, giving a presentation. I want to do it as if I am telling a story. And right before I hopped on to record and right before I hit record episode some kid outside my window was like yelling at the top of his lungs and it just kept going up a few octaves i don't know how to say that word so if i said it wrong i'm super sorry but he just kept screaming was like ah, and it just got progressively worse as time went on and i really felt like screaming back at him outside my window but if it's like do you ever have the urge to do certain things but then it's like if i did this one it's extremely socially accept unacceptable. And two, if I did this, I would just seem like a straight-up crazy person. So you don't do it. That was one of the prime examples of something that I wanted to do. You know? It's, like, it's a part of me that's, that's just, like, I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me. But it's also, like, I'm not going to scream back at a kid if I'm slightly irritated at him yelling as I'm about to record a podcast episode. So... Like any rational human being, I didn't do it. And I hit record once he stopped screaming. And now here we are talking about what happened last night at the concert. So this, let, let's let rewind, right? Let's, we can't just hop right into it. we got to start with a base. Yesterday morning, me and my boyfriend went to go have brunch at the Gypsy Den, which is like this cute little cafe. They just opened in Santa Ana, actually not just opened, it's been around for a few years, but Santa Ana is kind of going through, this. Santa Ana is where I grew up, Santa Ana, California, and it's kind of going through this new era, you know, let's call that new era gentrification because that's what it is, and a lot of new trendy and indie hip stuff is opening up there, a lot of new restaurants and event music venues and all this fun stuff, you know, um, I, I'm i not going to touch on gentrification too much, but I will say that seeing it happen in a in, in place where I grew up is, um, actually, I, I don't know if I want to get into it, but when it happens to your own hometown, because I grew up extremely, like, broke and shit, so when you see all these new things coming in it's on one hand it's like hey my community is going to be safer right the community where i grew up it's you know essentially would be safer but also the rents going to go up and it's going to kick everyone that's grown up there out but i feel like all things like must come to an end also and i feel like the real problem is with like rent being so i Honestly, I feel like you guys don't even want to listen to this. It's just me going off on a tangent on, like, gentrification. I'm honestly not a very political person either. Like, I used to be super into politics until I came up with the fact that, one, no one cares about your political opinion. Like, literally, unless you're marrying someone or they're in your family, I feel like just nobody gives a fuck about your political opinion. And two, I just felt like I was getting very angry at things that I couldn't control. So especially in politics, it's like, okay, the government passes this law, but like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, like, I'm not going to write a letter to Joe Biden and be like, hey, don't do this or whatever. So it, it also comes to a certain part where it's like, you're getting emotionally invested in things that you can't control. And that's where I have kind of a problem with politics. But anyway... I might've just killed my own episode by bringing that up, but I felt the need to slightly address that. Me and my boyfriend went to this gentrified restaurant yesterday, right? Food was super delicious. I love how they decorate the interior at the Gypsy Den because it's all like antique stuff. It's kind of like if you go to a thrift store and you try, you have this huge space, which is the restaurant itself. And you wanna decorate it using only thrift store items. So their whole vibe is just like antique, vintage, and it's super cool on the inside. They have a whole line of portraits and all their furniture's used. And I don't know, it just looks really cool inside and the food's really good and the service is always great. So I really thank the Gypsy Den for hosting us yesterday. Whoever was working there was very kind and well-dressed young man. So. Me and my boyfriend get breakfast yesterday. We hang out for a little bit. We're going to Hawaii next week, actually. We're going very soon. And we just had a chill and fun time, right? We had some fun. And then it was time for my boyfriend to go to work. So as somebody who right now is, does not have an official job, because I'm in that transitionary stage of being unemployed to venturing off into a new phase and career into my life. I was bored on a Friday evening. So I get a notification on my phone that tells me that my tickets to the Clairo concert I I was going to go to had sold. So I bought two tickets to see Clairo in San Francisco, end of March. And this is before I knew me and my boyfriend were going to Hawaii. So Me and my boyfriend, like, we planned this trip for Hawaii that's happening around the same time. And what ends up happening is I put the tickets for sale and they sold yesterday, which I was looking at, like, Ticketmaster and stuff. And I was, like, sick. That's, like, really sick. And I'm looking around on Ticketmaster at concerts coming up near me. And one of the concerts is Youngblood. Right, and if you haven't heard of Young Blood, he's I I would say like he, I've recently started hearing about him just because he's collabed with like, um, what's it called? What's that band? Uh, anyways, MGK, you know Travis Barker, all these new like alt and this is just these like new artists. They're not necessarily new; they're just like starting to get their peak up. I feel like MGK is killing it right now, and I'm personally. You guys, I can't go throughout this episode without bringing this up. I fucking love Lil Huddy. I am literally one of the biggest Lil Huddy stands to date. And let me just take a deep breath, right? Because before I headed to this concert, I knew that there was a chance that Lil Huddy would be there. And I'm such a fucking stan that I was like, I need this IG pic with Lil Huddy because I've been manifesting this for the past couple of weeks, right? And I have this feeling in my mind, Lil Huddy was at the last Youngblood concerts. So I was like, there's a chance he might be at this one, but also the concert tickets were $7 to see Youngblood, right? And I'm looking at this, like why is this concert ticket so cheap, especially for Youngblood? Like I feel like Youngblood is a really good artist and he's a really good singer. And he's going to put on a great show. So, like, why are these concert tickets so cheap? And then I look at the date of the concert, and the concert is tonight. It's actually in a few hours in Los Angeles. And I'm in Orange County. So Los Angeles is about a 40-minute to, like, an hour drive over there. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't have anything to do tonight. The ticket's basically free. It's $7. So, and it's Youngblood. I know like three of his songs, but I'm just going to put his album on right now, see if I like his music, and then head over there. Actually, I just bought the ticket, and then I listened to the album, and I got ready to go see Youngblood, and the last time I made a podcast episode talking about how I went to a concert alone, I actually went a few after that, but this concert I would be going to by myself, and... Okay, I get in my car and I get all dressed up and I drive over to this Youngblood concert. The last time I drove to LA by myself, I took only side streets. So I took only little streets to LA. And if you're any familiar with like Orange County or Los Angeles, you know that LA drivers are fucking crazy. And I say that as someone who's like pretty much near the same kind of areas, but from Orange County to LA, People in L.A. drive like they got to be somewhere in the next three minutes or they will die like people in L.A. will risk their life. And they are I feel like they're just always in a rush and like somebody I'm usually very patient when I'm driving in L.A. like if I see a car trying to merge in front of me like I always let them through not all the time obviously like no one's perfect. Or if someone needs to, like, merge in, I'm just like, yeah, go ahead, like, it's fine, you know, I'm merging, you're merging, I'll emerge first. Like, I'm very nice of a driver, I, like, rarely get road rage, but on this occasion, I was merging over to this other lane, and some guy sees me merging, and, like, speeds all the way up as I'm merging, and I've had my signal on, I turn my signal on for, like, the normal amount of time, I'm merging, and he's just like, Gonna ram into my fucking car in LA is just built different when it comes to drivers the people in fucking LA are crazy and I don't blame LA people actually I think it's just people coming in from like different places and just everyone feeling like they're in competition with each other it's just like this weird vibe with driving in LA I hate it and I, I made it safely There which is honestly surprisingly surprising because I drove over there at night and I know it can be a little bit tricky, especially since it's a Friday night and people might be drunk and stuff. But I make it to the concert. And since I'm by myself. I kind of just loiter around like I go to the bathroom and I kind of walk around the the area because it was at the shrine at USC. And I'm noticing the crowd, right? I'm looking around me, and I'm seeing that the crowd is extremely diverse. And by diverse, I mean, uh, mm, you know, there's people of every age. There are – I had no idea that Youngblood was kind of like this artist that really is – I, I don't know what Youngblood identifies as but a lot of the people in the crowd you know there was a, I saw a lot of gay pride flags and I saw a lot of like transgender people and just people that you know they're people but they're 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 different you know and I I, I was honestly just like fascinated by how by Youngblood's ability to bring together all these people and they all kind of we all have this common thing in the crowd that I felt where it's like, we've never really felt like we fit in with anyone else. And that can come in several different forms. It's like, if you're like a loner or you feel out of place and strangely at the beginning, I felt kind of out of place with that crowd. I I kind of felt it was weird because it's like other crowds. It's like, they listen to Wallows. I listen to Wallows. But at this concert, it was a lot of like, You know, there was a lot of like gay pride stuff and I've never really, I I don't identify with the LGBT community, but, you know, just being around that group of diverse people, it really made me feel very happy for everyone in that crowd. Because you can tell that Youngblood's helped a lot of people in that crowd. Like the way that some people waving gay pride flags at his concerts, so passionately and, and being, just being huge fans of him really opened my eyes and saw how like music can really change people's lives and inspire them to be who they truly are. And I honestly thought that was beautiful. And Youngblood during his performance was talking about how like your individuality is everything. Like don't try to suppress yourself or just fully love and accept all of you. and. He's like, because that's worth the most, like your individuality is just worth everything. And that really put me in a perspective of that's that's fucking true, you know, and that's how a lot of people become successful is that they truly try to get to know themselves. They acknowledge other people and and they really look within and see who they are and they don't try to fit into a box and they don't try to, you know, be homogenous with with everyone else. And that was like a really cool part of the concert. It was a rock concert, right? So I'm telling you guys about how I'm walking into this crowd and you know, there's a lot of of gay pride flags and there's a lot of different kinds of people, but also everyone looked very hardcore because at the end of the day, like it is a rock concert. So we're gonna go, people are gonna go crazy, you know? And I was a little scared because your girl is like five feet tall. (laughs) I, I'm, I'm small. I'm a very tiny person. So me walking into this general admission, you know, freestanding arena and security's like pushing everyone in a together. I'm looking at all these like hardcore people with like several piercings and like spiky hair and I felt very out of place and I felt a little scared because I I'm, I don't know why I'm like terrified of mosh pits. I know you know what I know why I'm terrified of mosh pits because if I entered one I would simply die. Also, while I was walking into the crowd, some girl had like passed out in the mosh pit. So I was also d- debating even going near any group of people because I didn't want to get, you know, hurt. I was looking out for myself, and Youngblood comes out, you know, I honestly didn't stay for the opening, any of the opening acts, I went straight for Youngblood, and like I said, I had a feeling that Lil Huddy was gonna be there, but I ended up staying on the first floor, and Youngblood gave a really good fucking show, he, as a, as a performer, is very outspoken, he, I think he really resonates with his, his stands. I, I would call them. And you can feel everyone's just on an emotional same level because you can, you can feel anger in that crowd. You can feel that they're angry at the world in a way, but they're very happy because they're finally around people that understand them. And that's exactly how I felt, too. It's like I am someone that at times I feel that I have a lot of anger in my my body and in my mind. But, you know, when you're around a group of people who feel the exact same way as you and they're done feeling that way and and they really just want to get to a place where they feel worthy enough and they feel like they can accept themselves, I think that that's also something that I'm going through. And I think that's something a lot of people go through is trying to decide. Because I think deciding is, is really what matters. Deciding that you're worthy enough and deciding that you deserve to shine your own light, despite if it makes other people feel inferior. And by you being more of yourself and not giving a fuck and expressing yourself however you want to will encourage other people to do the same. And shrinking doesn't serve anyone. You know, it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve anyone else. So I really felt that vibe from the crowd. I was, you know, the music was good, but I didn't really know too many songs, but the music was was lit, you know? Young The Blood puts on a great concert. He's an amazing performer. I honestly only knew the songs with MGK, but other than that, I had a really good time. And now it's, I left a little bit early just because it was at the USC arena and I'm on my way skedaddling to my car and this is where shit just like goes down. I make my way to my car and then I'm driving home. I beat all traffic because I left a little bit earlier than everyone else. You know, he still had like a few, like one or two songs left to perform, but I feel like Unless you're in love with the artist, it's okay for you to go home just because I understand traffic can be a bitch. And I went at the right time and I'm on my way home, you know, and I'm, and at this point my drive's like 40 minutes home. So from LA to Orange County and I, I'm literally guys three minutes from getting home. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I was basically almost home. And I see a cop. You know, I'm driving alongside him. I'm driving behind him, and we both turn onto the main street that I live on. And he's behind me. And all of a sudden, I see the lights go on. And I'm like, no fucking way. Number 1, I'm not drunk, I'm not high, I'm not anything. So why are you pulling me over? Number 2, I'm I didn't make any illegal moves, you know. I didn't I didn't do anything. Like in my mind I'm like, this is strange because I've literally done nothing wrong and I'm driving exactly at the speed limit. Yada yada yada. So like why the fuck am I getting pulled over right now? So I look behind me, and obviously the lights are on, so I gotta fucking pull over. I've had problems before where, like, I've. I don't even know if I wanna say this on the internet. No, I'm literally not. I need to chill. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. But I see his lights go on, and I pull over, and I'm like, fuck me. There are edibles in my car. Because I just got in some. I wasn't on them but they were in my car. Right. So I grabbed the fucking packet of edibles and I shove them in my, even though I'm 21 and like weed is legal in California. So like, technically it's fine, but I grabbed the edibles. I shove them in my dashboard thing, whatever. And you know, I, I parked the car and I braced my faith. I'm like, God damn it if I'm going to jail tonight for whatever reason, like I'm going to jail, but I don't deserve this shit. And I'm, I just had a moment of like, you know those times where you just have really bad anxiety and sometimes you can be home alone and like nothing will be happening and you'll have like bad anxiety until you realize like, yo, what the fuck am I worrying about? And I feel like in certain times of your life, like anxiety It's just worry and it's unnecessary worrying and it's delusion and your life really isn't in danger. Like there's times where you get anxiety because your life is like in danger. And I think this was one of them and getting pulled over is just one of those experiences where it's like, all right, I'm fucking done and my life is over. So I get pulled over and the cop kind of looked like Bella's dad from Twilight. So that was kind of funny and i open my window i pull i park i open my window and like i don't really know what to do when i get pulled over like what the fuck am i supposed to do i'm like i was the cop like peeked his head over and i was like hi (laughs) he looks at me and i look at him and i go hi and i put the window down and i'm fucking nervous because like i got pulled over and he goes hey your high beams are really high and I'm like, yeah, it's because, like, I have these two settings on my car. I have this one, and then I have this one. And I show him the high beams on my car, and I'm like, I guess they're both really bright. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, my dad gave me this car, dude. I don't. I know nothing about cars. All I know is that if the music's working and there's gas in the car, we're Gucci. We're all good. I don't need to worry about shit because it turned on and the music's playing. And I've got gas in it even though gas is, like, six bucks now, and he's, like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't worry about it, miss, you're good, he's, like, you got your license, and I was, like, yes, sir, and I give him my license, and low-key, you guys, before he went up to my car, I, like, put my glasses on, because, you know, ugh, you guys. sometimes I'm, like, really afraid of being myself, but, like, I don't want to bring this up, but, like, I have to bring this up, but in those, I don't, No, but, like, I used to be on Twitter a lot. And this one guy who, like, shot up a school, this white kid was in court, and he had these, like, reading glasses on, and the people that were analyzing it said that he only had glasses on to, like, appear more innocent in front of the judge. So right before this cop pulls me over, I put my glasses on, because I'm, like, it's one in the morning, and, like, I, I get... I don't get why I got pulled over, but I also know that I look sus driving around at one in the morning. It's like, where are you coming from, you know? But I guess I didn't give this cop a bad vibe because he was just like, all right, miss, let me see your your ID. Okay, have a great night. I'm sorry about that. Which in my heart, I was like, oh my God. I got pulled over. like, I was nervous, I was like, you scared the fuck out of me, dude, but also, why the fuck are you pulling me over for this shit, like, I've never been pulled over for that, and he lets me go, and I'm fucking shaking, right, I text my boyfriend like, babe, I just got pulled over, like, what, my boyfriend's like, are you okay, and I'm like, yes, I'm okay, anyway, I go to sleep, and I wake up the next morning, and I go on Instagram, and guess who was at the freaking concert last night? My favorite TikToker of all time, Lil Huddy, was at the Youngblood concert last night, and something that I've been manifesting recently has been to get a photo with Lil Huddy and post it on Instagram. Like, I am speaking this into existence. I will get a photo with Lil Huddy and put it on Instagram that is simply facts it's gonna happen and I'm more than positive that it will happen this year and I'm promising you guys that this will happen but it's just a matter of asking the universe to create those opportunities for me and like have them come true anyway I was very salty that I didn't get any time with Lil Huddy but anyway it's cool it's all it's all good As for going to concerts by myself, I find that I'm extreme, like, I'm a lot more comfortable going to concerts by myself now. Just because I've done it so many times, and I feel like it's just, like, a muscle that you gotta work out. It's kind of like a muscle, because when you go to a concert by yourself, you're just constantly putting yourself in this uncomfortable position. Because you show up alone, you're around, the people around you are like with their friends group so that when they just see you standing there alone, you know, some people might feel bad for you and they might come up to you and be like, hey, you want to like hang out with us and stuff? And if you don't like their vibe, you go out and be like, no. But on this occasion, I feel like I'm past the point where I'm going to feel self-conscious about being alone. It's more so like, you know, it's me talking to myself and being like, hey, dude, like you, Jessica, you know that no one cares. You know that you're just here to support this artist. And the artist is more than happy to see, have you here and see you here. Everyone else doesn't fucking matter. You know, you're there to have fun. You know, you're just there to watch a show and appreciate this artist for who they are. And that's it. That's all you can ask for. So, if you're going to a concert by yourself as well, I encourage you guys to have that kind of mentality. And you know what? If you don't feel like you want to go to a concert alone, look for some people online. You know, if you have an extra ticket to something, download like a, an app to make friends online in your area. You know, Bumble has this feature called Bumble BFF where you can essentially. Uh, tag your area right you say I live in Santa Ana. I'm looking for friends within a 20 mile radius of me Make a friend there, you know post it on the Facebook group for the artist either way guys I'm running out of time. Follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Jessica M as in mommy Liz and I hope to see you guys in the next episode. I had a lot of fun making this one. I really miss my like stream of consciousness episodes because i just find that they're so much fun and i love going to concerts by myself lots of new things coming in 2022 you guys this is my fucking year and i've made that decision and i really hope that everyone listening also makes that decision for themselves it's like 2022 is your fucking year like grab it by the by the balls and have an amazing rest of your day bye